You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. I don't deserve this. To die like this. I was building a house. Deserves got nothing to do with it. I'll see you in hell while you money. Yeah. This is the ZabeCast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up and let's go! Appropriate soundbite to begin today's Abecast as the college football Final Four has been announced and Florida State is out, despite being the first ever Power Five team to go undefeated and to not make the four-team college playoff. I will freely admit that Florida State did not deserve to be left out as the first ever Power Five team with an undefeated record left out of the college football playoff. That said, like William Money, M-U-N-N-Y, in the 1992 classic Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood, deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. Quickly, I had to go up and just look up a little note on this. For those who have not seen Unforgiven, you should. 
If you hate westerns, I'm sorry you don't appreciate a great genre of movie. But in the movie, William Money, played by Eastwood, is an aging former outlaw who's living as a humble Kansas hog farmer and raising two kids. He'd gone straight, quit drinking, and stopped killing everything that crawled and walked and, as he put it, (laughs) got in his way in a previous lifetime. But then it comes down to confronting some even worse guys in town who had uh, disfigured and murdered a sex worker in a brothel, and he gets a chance to uh, take down Little Bill, played by the great Gene Hackman. And in Money's final showdown with Little Bill, it's anything but a battle of honor. Instead, he catches Little Bill and his crew off guard in the local saloon, uh, blows them away, wounds Little Bill, stands over Little Bill, who says that line, I was building a farm. You know, uh, I, I don't deserve this. Deserve ain't got nothing to do with it. According to SlashFilm.com, Money's retort acts as a thesis statement for Unforgiven, a film that argues the Wild West was an unjust place where might made right and that those who walked away from gunfights weren't per se decent or even expert marksmen, but just the ones who could keep their cool. An appropriate metaphor for college football as we exit the last of these awful arguing years over who should be in the college football playoff. If I may, let's take a moment to go back in time and remember the horrible BCS system, which was an even worse version of what we went through Sunday at noon with the committee and the dribbling out of, well, here's the four we think. It was really six teams that deserved it. There was only four spots until next year. Remember how bad the BCS was? Remember how the bowl alliance before that was even worse? And then before that, remember when you would vote on who's number one at the end of the year? Not only that, but you would vote on who's number one involving bowl games that were a month after the season ended with who knows who still on the roster or willing to play those games. And they had ties in those bowl games. And some teams and some coaches famously went for a tie because they thought it would give them a better chance at a better final ranking. I'm looking at you, Pat Dye of Auburn. (laughs) So we've come a long way. It's getting better. Next year is going to be way better. It's going to be awesome. But the final four is Michigan, Alabama in the Rose Bowl. That's at 5 o'clock on Monday, January 1st. And the Sugar Bowl, 845 on Monday night, January 1st. Washington at against Texas in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Michigan's a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Total is 46. Mm, so tempting to just jump on Alabama. Michigan's got a great defense, but their offense has stunk the last month and a half. Now, you can argue in the Iowa game, they didn't have to be good on offense, and they weren't again. But I have a hard time seeing that J.J. McCarthy has not passed for more than 150 yards in like six weeks or something like that and thinking they're going to beat Alabama. But we're a long way away from that, so let's calm down and wait to see where this line goes. If it moves anywhere, it could be a two-and-a-half trap. Texas, minus four-and-a-half at home again, or not at home, but two-and-a-half in the Sugar Bowl against Washington, there will be a heavy Texas presence. And so I think the committee kind of got it half right. They avoided the whole, we can't leave Texas out because they beat Alabama. We can't leave Bama out because, shit, they just won the SEC championship. We're not going to leave the SEC completely high and dry. So they took the lesser of two tough phone calls. And Georgia, Georgia's got to be pissed. Like, the disrespect there is amazing. Start of the year, number one. Finish the year prior to the uh, SEC title game, number one. 29 wins in a row. Two-time defending national champs. And they lose to the known Godzilla on the college football landscape. And they're, they're not only out, they're sixth. I mean, come on. But again, this is the last time we're going to have this. So we push forward into the 12-team era, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Some could be some surprises along the way. I still think at the end of the day, the best teams are going to end up in the Final Four and in the championship game. I don't think we're going to get Cinderella's in football like we had the Cinderella ball at the Final Four in basketball last spring. Back to the Iowa-Michigan game for a quick second. 
Michigan beat Iowa 26 to nothing. However, I dug into the box score to go, okay, let me see how many punts they had, total yards, their drives. Uh, The game was on at a bar I was at on Saturday night enjoying some Christmas revelry in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. And I kind of paid half attention to it, and there's a band playing and whatever. But in the box score, I dug in, I go, hmm, okay. Only seven punts for Iowa. That's not terrible. Those two guys with the plain gray shirts that say punts on them. Hilarious. I love the meme. It's the less is more meme, the understated punts. We're here for punts. So I said, all right, only seven punts, not terrible. They had 149 total yards of offense, 29 total yards rushing. They only had one possession inside Michigan's side of the field. That was when they got the ball at the plus 38, went three plays and fumbled. Then every other possession started with an average start position of, I think, well shy of even their own 25-yard line. There was like first and 10 from the 6, from the 12, from the 15, from the 22, and a lot of touchbacks to the 25. But here was the number that blew me away. Five of Iowa's last six possessions ended on either a fumble or on downs. (laughs) So at that point in the game, they're like, fuck it, just go fourth down, fourth down, fourth down, fourth down. It's like Xbox. What what do we got to lose? We're down 26 to nothing. Five of the last six possessions ending on fumbles or downs. That truly is your big brother. When he would put his hand on your head and extend his arm as you swung your hands furiously trying to punch him. <laughs> God damn it, he's not bad. <laughs> Michigan's just like here. Yeah, you keep running plays. Tell me how that goes for you. All that said, if this sounds like Iowa bashing, I am not Iowa bashing. I, in a way, greatly respect the way Iowa keeps doing what Iowa does. They don't pretend to be anything else. And they lost their starting quarterback they got from Michigan, their uh, number one guy earlier in the year. That probably would have made somewhat of a difference. But I love that Iowa just says, look, this is what we do. This is who we are. No apologies, no excuses. We're going to keep trying to, you know, score touchdowns. But we're not great at it, at least not currently. Maybe never have been, never will be. But one thing they're great at is grit at Iowa. God bless the Iowa spirit of football. It's a play you have to see. It's going viral right now. It's of one Kane Entringer. I think I'm saying that name correctly. It's K-O-E-N, Entringer, or Kane Entringer, Cone Entringer. It could be a lot of things I've not heard it pronounced, but I'm watching the clip right here without sound on X.com, and he's the gunner on the Michigan punt that almost went to the end zone. Ball lands, or ball's caught at the nine-yard line by the Michigan returner. And here comes number four, screaming in, absolutely unblocked, trying to make the play. As he comes in, uh, Michigan's return man eludes him with a nifty little sidestep. Entringer slides face first past him, and immediately gets up, turns around, and starts running. And he was running! You watch then number four weave his way through an absolute wash of players and chaos and somehow emerge clear as he's pursuing Michigan's return man. He gets an angle at the last second and somehow manages to get an angle and to knock the returner out of bounds at the one. It is, without a doubt, the single most awesome rundown play in college, no, in football history. It's better than Daryl Green running down Tony Dorsett from behind on Monday Night Football, which has always been one of my favorites. It's better than Leon or Don Beebe uh, running down Leon Lett in the Super Bowl. Is it Leon Lett in the Super Bowl? Yes, Leon Lett had two big snafus. One was in the sleep game in Dallas on Thanksgiving. The other one was in the Super Bowl. It's a... It's the greatest hustle play ever. 
He ran down on the kickoff or on the punt, was the first guy there, missed the tackle, got up, turned around, and then ran down the punt returner while going through a mass of players. That right there. That's a cut and paste, save it, show your kids who play sports. This is what it's all about. Don't give up. Never give up. All right, let's take a quick break here. You're listening to the Zabecast. Coming up, Andy Poley clarifies his previous stance on college athletics and slavery. That's next. Andy, straight ahead. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I gotta say, few people have taken the kind of beating like Andy Poley took from my listeners via email over last week's college athletes are like slaves take. But luckily, Andy, you have a jaw like Randall Tex Cobb. <laughs> and I think you're gonna stand in there and still take it. So I'm not worried about you. Anybody who would compare slavery to college athletics doesn't get the point here. I mean, I, that's that's a ridiculous comparison. Okay, so we can okay. go through that again if you want, but that's, no. that's where I stand on that. Well, a, a number of people genuinely believed that you were going the full length of that comparison. And I said to them in various responses, I go, no, Andy didn't really mean that. No, that's idiotic. I, I would not compare... <laughs> An athlete to what slaves went through. That would be stupid. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we cleared that up yeah. because that was one thing people were like, why is Andy crazy? And I'm like, I just think we were arguing. And then sometimes yeah. Andy gets into argument mode. So yeah. he doesn't realize, you know, where he's at on the road of his argument. Look, you've been in my house, right? We, yes. We argue. You, you know oh what arguments God. are. <laughs> oh my god so so here's here's the one time i was in andy's house to watch a ball game it was me me and andy watching a monday night game his lovely wife yeah. arlene there in in the... it was a playoff game i think i i wouldn't have you that late i i, I wouldn't have you for a monday night <laughs> that's game. true Just... that's true <laughs> yeah it was a playoff game and uh i was there on the couch and uh mm-hmm. andy's wife arlene was there and uh uh i your daughter who is now the beautiful mother of your grandchild, who you dote on and love dearly, uh, Samantha comes down and asks Arlene if she can go to a concert, some concert with friends in high school. And Arlene quickly shoots that down because, I don't know, she hadn't done her chores that week or her grades weren't good. I don't even know what the answer was. But your daughter didn't like it. And so what ensued was a, a, a sniper battle uh, <laughs> that was akin to the worst street fighting in Fallujah, where it's just yeah. pew, 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 Andy is firing <laughs> on her. I'm like ducking, going, oh, my God, what's going on here? And it ended with Samantha stomping back up to her room. Now, she has since become an outstanding attorney, and mm-hmm. she's a wonderful mom, and it all turned out great, but that night... Right. Well, you know what we called that in our house? Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, it was bare knuckle stuff. But hey, yeah. as uh, Rod Tidwell once said and Jerry Maguire, you think we're fighting. I yeah. think we're finally talking. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that said, we are recording this morning before the college football playoff picks are out. And that's due to scheduling because I caught Andy late and you've got commitments this morning and that's fine there is stuff to talk about before the picks are out first and foremost though I think we can all agree this is great this is the last year it's going to happen right well I don't know I mean basically what happened yesterday becomes almost meaningless in that you know the next year all those teams get in true so you know, I, I, I've kind of enjoyed these conference championship games, and the Alabama game against Georgia was riveting. I mean, I, I, we won't have that next year. No, right. It was amazing, and once again, old Nick Saban gets the mm-hmm. best of Kirby in the SEC title game, now 4-0 and against him. And this was after one week ago being left for dead on 4th and 31 against an Auburn team that's been drifting all year. Right, so it right. shows you the power of one rivalries that Auburn could rise up and give Bama such a game. And it also gives you uh, the the power of, hey, Alabama is institutionally as strong and as massive as Georgia, and they can go in and punch Georgia in the face and survive it. 
Yeah. You know, you know what this reminded me of? It's almost 50 years now. But in 1974, Maryland and NC State played in the ACC championship basketball. And only the winner went to the NCAA tournament. These were two of the top five teams in the country. And it's considered to be, if not the best college basketball game ever played, one of them. NC State won in overtime. They went on to win the national title. Maryland didn't make the tournament. There's never going to be a conference championship game like that again. Right. And, 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 and some would say that's a good thing because it was unfair that Maryland got left out. But what happened between Georgia and Alabama, you're never going to have that in a conference championship. Yeah. Game. Those two teams are going to get in next year. Doesn't yeah. matter. But there'll still be interest in the jockeying for who could be, who would get the buys as the yeah, one and the yeah. two seeds, who's going to be in on the back end, who's going to be where, who's going to play at whose place. Because remember, next year, these first games are going to be on campus, which right. is going to be amazing. So I, I just think that, you know, my, my saying before they picked the final four was, of course, you take Alabama and Georgia. Alabama is the five-time champ in the last 10 years or whatever the number is, and Georgia has won the last two in a row and both Mm -hmm. only have one loss. Like, anyone that says leave both of them out is not a serious person, so they should just be ignored. That's a joke. And Greg Sankey on College Game Day was like, it's like Sesame Street. One of these things is not like the other, and then went on to tout the SEC and its strength and everything else. Right, but how about the position that Texas is in? Now, again, while Texas is in this, a tough spot. I, you know, unless yeah, they're I, unless right. they're in. I said the one thing I'd do is I'd you know I'd take both SEC teams. I'd take Michigan and Washington played their way in, and there'd be mm-hmm. two hard phone calls. The first hard phone call is to Texas. The second one is to Florida State. But I would I would give those phone calls with dry eyes. I would not be distraught over it. I'd say sorry, but not sorry. You're just not better than Alabama or Georgia. Either one of you guys, even though you Texas beat Bama a long time ago i agree but if you're texas can you then come out and say that's stinking sec those jerks they're (laughs) going to be with those jerks next year (laughs) i know which by the way the booing of big 12 commissioner brett yormark to the moon was epic by texas fans after the win don't know if you saw that i didn't yeah uh, it was great he was because he had said earlier in the year at a luncheon at Texas A&M, after Texas said, that's it, we're out of here, we're going to the SEC. Or no, Texas Tech, I think it was. He said, mm-hmm. "What when you guys play Texas this year, make sure to take care of business. Oh, and Texas fans <laughs> remembered that. So he's up there with the trophy giving it uh, to uh, Steve Sarkeesian, and he's being booed <laughs> so loud he had to stop three times. He had to say, okay, okay, I'll take that as love. (laughs) No, it's not love. You need fucking security getting out of here. That's the power of college football. God, I Mm. love it. So, yeah, so the the Big 12 or the uh, 12-team playoff begins next year. And for most people, it's going to be a welcome relief. This year was just a complete perfect storm of, ah, shit, now what? Because I do feel a little bit bad for Florida State. Uh, They still gutted out two wins with a backup quarterback. And that's huge when they had to. So you got to give them credit for that. But they're a weak entrant if you if they are put in there as the right. champion. We don't know that yet because it's not been uh, revealed. And then also you you have a team in Texas that was very very good, but they didn't play in Bama's league. They didn't play Bama's schedule. Look, Her- Kirk Herbstreit said this uh, last Monday, and he said the average margin of victory in these playoffs is 19 points. Who wants to watch that? You you got to have the best teams. Do you want to see Florida State lose by thirty five to Michigan? I don't think so. I, I, I don't want to see that. I I totally agree. Uh, he didn't go as far as to say you don't want to see Florida State lose by thirty five, do you? No, but he's making the case. He's implying teams, it. Yes. Right. Yeah, that, that you don't necessarily choose them on record. You choose them on how good they are. Right. Remember the year Michigan State Michigan State snuck in with Connor Cook at quarterback and they got <laughs> yeah. obliterated like fifty five to nothing. Well. T- TCU can't happen again. You can't have a national championship game like that again. That that, that can't happen. cannot happen. Well, with the right. uh, with the twelve team playoff, it won't. However, I think one thing we're going to find out once we get into the rhythm of twelve, it's still going to be the same three or four teams. Oh yeah, it's oh, just yeah, going to yeah. take them a little longer to get there. 
Right, right. But the old days of, oh, we can't play football in December. That's when they're studying yeah. for their finals. Yeah. And that went out the window. The, the way it played out here was the perfect Gordian knot. One of my favorite ancient Greek myths. A Gordian knot is the legend of Alexander the Great, uh, who, was, uh, who was faced with a complex knot tied to an ox cart. Reputedly, mm-hmm. whoever could untie the knot was destined to rule all of Asia. Alexander was challenged to untie it, but instead of untangling it laboriously as expected, he dramatically cut through it with his sword, thus exercising another form of mental genius. It is thus used as a metaphor for seemingly intractable problem-solving uh, due to out-of-the-box thinking, which I guess would be apropos of this 12-team playoff. Oh, we've right. got all these teams. We don't know who's better and who. what's fair, what's not fair. 12 teams. <laughs> Gordian not solved. Okay, uh, Dr. Pepper challenge. Yes. There was, first of all, that, this still, that's, that, that they still allow people to push past footballs into that target remains, Andy, an abomination. Well, it was a uh, it was a woman and a man. I think they choose one of each, right? Don't isn't they do that on yeah, purpose? Yeah, it's like a random draw, too. Right, and so you know, not to be sexist here, but how many women do you know that really know how to throw a football? Right. It's so a, she was. It's a yeah. small subset, but I do say that when I when I encounter a gal who can throw a spiral, oh, it makes you swoon. You're like, all right, your dad raised you well. Yeah, but she didn't, and the guy knew how to throw it, and uh, he won. He won a hundred, and she won twenty grand. And you know, okay. But there is also a controversy because one battle between two guys, Gavin White of Ohio State and Ryan Georgian of Penn, uh, was ruled incorrectly. People quickly on social media said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! You cheated him an extra completion in the first tiebreaker." And the contest should have not have gone to a second one. Dr. Pepper then quickly addressed the controversy saying, you know what? We'll give them both $100,000. There you go. Instead of instant replay and, and, and sweating it out for 10 minutes, here you go, kid. Here's hundred grand. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Money well, these days is insane. Uh, Why not? hundred grand. Yeah. But, you know, some people don't think that college scholarships are worth anything, that they're akin to just, you know, <laughs> beans in a bag so who cares you want to watch that again (laughs) you want to start that again (laughs) you want to get you want to get get nuts nuts? let's get nuts nuts. uh one last thing about the uh sec title game i stayed to the very end to see nestler and danielson sign off and they had a great montage of all the years because next year the sec is going to abc espn right Right. and i believe uh cbs got the big 10 i want to say or, or no, they got the Big Twelve. I think it is. Either Big way, Ten is Fox. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, th- in other words, they uh, <clears throat> they signed off of doing SEC games, and it is a remarkable story in that. Yeah, it was great for CBS, but it was even better for the league because when CBS took over, the SEC was still regarded as a Southern regional backwater conference of sorts. It was a mess when they took over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 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 you have you read the Vern story, uh, Vern Lundquist? No. That he's he's a big part of it. He was like a rank and file uh, uh, NFL announcer on CBS, and they said we got something for you here, and he was like, huh, oh, really? Okay, uh, college football. Yeah, fine. And he made it. I think I think he was as as responsible as anybody oh, for yeah. making it big because he just knew how to do big games, and then. You know, Nick Saban comes into the SEC first with LSU, and then you know it becomes basically the the third the third conference of the NFL. And you know, it's it's an amazing thing. Plus, what that sweet spot of three thirty in the afternoon every Saturday, yeah. yeah. And, and, and up your alley, the HD always seemed better on CBS you, than any other network. Do you, you know? know why? No, I don't. But you do. It was better. They were the only network CBS to broadcast in 1080p, which is considered full high definition, whereas those cheapskates at ABC ESPN still stuck with 720p, which I spit out of my mouth. <laughs> 720. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And also, I think the late afternoon fall sun 
on the warm southern plains of the deep south, whereas the SEC motto once was, it just means more, with the perfect manicured prescription athletic Bermuda grass turf. And this cannot be overstated, teams that can actually pass and score (laughs) made watching college football suddenly a lot more fun. You sprinkle in Vern, next thing you know, it's off and running. Well, like in in NFL games, unless you got a sold-out Lambeau field, you can't pan the camera around like FedEx Field and see the upper deck empty. When they pan the camera around those college stadiums, Every seat is full, and every person in it is going bananas. I know. It's a great look. Uh, I know. It's a great look. Okay, a couple of things. Uh, Deion Sanders was named Sportsman of the Year (laughs) by AI.com. Oh, wait. Did I say AI.com? I mean SI.com. Two things here. Let's start with the Deion thing. My joke was, oh, well, they obviously put the issue to bed back in September. What do you think prompted them to name a four-win college football coach who's losing commitments right now, left and right, as the sportsman of the year. Yeah, that's uh, Pablo Torre used to work there. I heard him say exactly that, that uh, not necessarily September, but sometime in October, and they probably looked at the 3-0, and and they said, okay, he may not win the national championship, but he's probably going to get six or seven wins and get in the bowl game. Nobody knew that he would lose, what, eight of his last nine. So that, that had a lot to do with it. Uh, do you care one way or the other? Is this an important award no, for you in the no. history of this kind of no. stuff? It, it, it saddens me. Uh, Sports Illustrated was such a big part of my youth. I used to run to the mailbox every Thursday. I'd sometimes read it cover to cover. Uh, I was, I'd been a subscriber since 1970. It's not, it's, it doesn't really exist anymore. No, it's, it's, it's a ghost brand that's pretty yeah. much been sent out to, you know, all kinds of different digital areas that make no sense. But they have some good writers still. Pat Forty, college football, uh, John Wertheim writes some good things. But the uh, it's it's a website which is is fine. There's some things on there that ESPN doesn't have, but it, it's pretty much outlived its usefulness. Yeah, and it used to be like you said, the pinnacle of oh. sports journalism. And just something that we enjoyed as sports fans. It was a delight knowing it's Tuesday. I'm going to run to the mailbox when I get off the bus because Thursday Thursday is Thursday. I'm going to run to the mailbox when I get off the bus because I know my SI is going to be in there. Right. And, 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 you know, we talk about television. We had a 13 inch black and white to see those gorgeous color photos. That was something different. Now you go to your phone and you see those and the writing, Frank DeFord, Gary Smith, these were like these were articles so good that when you came to the end of them, you were disappointed. Like, oh, isn't there more of this? this right. Is so good. And they yeah. were stem winders. They were, I don't know, four thousand word articles. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah they were they were unbelievable. That the, the, the thing that also I think about and I hate myself for it is, even if you did recreate Frank DeFord using perfect artificial intelligence. <laughs> and had him writing again of modern-day sports uh, in the pages of Sports Illustrated, I don't think I would have the mental focus to read a whole article because me, like everyone else, we've had our focus chopped into a million pieces by stupid digital media. Scroll, 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 scroll. There's long pieces on the internet, longer than we're at Sports Illustrated. I know, and I, I have a hard time reading them because I'm always in the mode of got to search for more, got to search for more. Right, and, but they're also they're, it's also like like painting a wall, you know, they're with a roller. Whereas <laughs> the Ford, you know, used a tiny little paintbrush, and and they, you know, to put out one of those stories, it might take them six months to write it, you know, and that doesn't yeah, make, they don't have the budget for that anymore. Six you know. months. Four plane flights, hotel rooms, and they would trust the writers enough to go, hey, Frank, how's that piece on, you know, Texas football coming? Uh, It's almost done. Almost done. I'll have it next week. Okay, great. Had a a team of editors who would go over every word, you know, just to (laughs) make sure that that it was factually correct. Yeah, and they'd say, you know, this is great here, Frank. Could you add a paragraph explaining why it was this coach did that or whatever? Exactly. Yeah, well, very sad indeed. Um, your take on the social media kid who got suspended for the cell phone stunt with Tyreek Hill. 
Oh God, this, you know, this goes, this is so stupid because it was, what was it? Uh, Vernon Davis six years ago, five years ago, where he took a, a football after scoring a touchdown and shot it through the goalposts like a basket. And that was unsportsmanlike conduct. And then they said, oh, no, 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 we can do, you can do whatever you want. You can use props, you can use multiple people. And so now it, it's okay to do whatever you want. And some kid goes here, here's, use my phone. And now he has to take the brunt of it for, for, uh, for what the NFL, I thought, said was okay. Right. That's ridiculous. They're not just a no-fun league. They're a no-soul league that they would right. crush a kid's dream like this. The video he shot, the kid did, that he edited of saying, hey, you know what, I screwed up and my whole life got turned upside down because of this. That got 5 million views on TikTok. Yeah. You, you would think the NFL would want a kid that can generate that much attention, but the NFL doesn't care because they love to crush dreams. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's that is too bad. So it was the uh, Vernon Davis jump shot that got it started on the like. Well, that was one props. of the, It was like it was like he yeah he scored a touchdown and he shot the ball the the, the football through the goalpost like a basket right and that was a 15 yard on sports from like conduct and a lot of people went really that that's all he did <laughs> right and they go oh okay well now you can do whatever you want so you want to knock down the, your teammates like bowling pins you could do that uh you know what, whatever whatever you want it's fine and uh and so now kid gets involved in this and they go no no can't do that can't do that i believe that uh Chad Ochoacinco was using the pylon as like a golf club, putting the football. So that was using it as a prop. He, of course, had somebody make up a fake Hall of Fame jacket to put on the sideline. Yeah, Uh, I like that. You you had Joe Horn putting a cell phone inside the goalpost padding. So when he scored, he whipped it out and made a call. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Like, on the one hand, I can understand okay, it could get out of control, but the NFL should wait for it to get out of control before they clamp down on it. This was well, no big deal. How about Thanksgiving? Well, the, the turkey leg. A, yeah. The turkey leg in the, in the kettle, and which is a charity. I mean... Well, and <laughs> Zeke was fined for jumping in the kettle back in the day. Now, I think they loosened that because mm-hmm. it is a charity, so they're allowed to do that. But now they put uh, they put a prop, which was a live piece of, or not live, but it was a piece of food <laughs> inside the kettle. Yeah. yeah. Sports <laughs> supposed to be fun, right? It, it, it used to be. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, do, we're doing this in theory just for fun, which is why, and I'll end on this, I hate replay. I replay is such an intrusion. It gets it right. A lot of times, but it does get it wrong a fair amount as well. And it does th- it misses things it can't fix, like in the Georgetown TCU game on yep. Saturday. Yep. I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Miller had a desperation three, a running bank shot at the buzzer. It carried TCU past Georgetown in a thriller in the Big East Big 12 battle in Washington, but not without some controversy. Replay showed Miller stepped on the right sideline with his left foot just before releasing the ball. Though officials reviewed the play... Because they missed Miller stepping out of bounds in real time, by rule, they couldn't overturn the shot. So in other words, replay was only allowed to look at whether it got off in time, not whether he was in bounds or not. Yeah, and and Ed Cooley, who's the new coach at Georgetown, who is superb at press conferences. I mean, I've rarely seen anybody like him. And he said, these are great officials. They're final four officials. I'll take them in the next game. And that play didn't cost us. And we're a building program. I think he was able to use that in a positive way because he knows he doesn't have an NCAA tournament team this year. (laughs) You think? (laughs) What did Georgetown go last year in the final sputtering days of Pat Ewing? I think they won like six games or Jesus. something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it how was, they it win was six? Awful. It was a miracle, yeah. right? It was yeah. a miracle. Yeah, I mean, you know, Patrick Ewing is a good person, and he he had earned the job, but it just didn't work out. So, yeah. Yeah. all right, Andy is always a pleasure, my friend, and uh, we will see who's actually in the college football playoff at noon today, right before football kicks off. It's week thirteen. Do the Commanders have a shot against the uh, Dolphins? Oh boy, they're, they're well. They've got uh, rid of Jack Del Rio, so uh, that's right. We haven't I talked think, about that, have we? 
I think I think Ty, the I think the over under on on yardage for Tyreek Hill is like two ten. <laughs> I would go I would go to four ten on that. Okay. All right. Very good, Andy. Thank you, sir. All right, Steve. Take care. All right, there you go. All right, so we clear that up. Doesn't really believe it's slavery. I knew it all along. Okay, let me finish up on some emails here. I didn't read the pile of emails bashing Andy because he backed off of his stance. But I thank everybody who sent me long, thoughtful, detailed emails I was going to read a good chunk of them, like five, six, seven, eight, nine, at least highlighting them to start the podcast today would have taken about 10, 15 minutes. I thought about benching Andy for a week and instead just reading your rebuttals as kind of the punishment or the pushback to it. Then I kind of thought, ah, I think anyone who agrees with it was a ridiculous take doesn't need 10 minutes of that from various people. So I'm going to consider the matter closed, but if you think I've erred in this judgment, you can... Of course, let me know at zabe at yahoo.com. A lot of people chiming in as well to say, oh my God, it was great to have Jay back. Wow, that was scary. And I hope that he continues his recovery and tell him, you know, we love hearing him on the pod. This one from Josh in Muskego, Wisconsin. So happy and so relieved to hear that Jay seems to be all right after his health scare. He seems like a great guy. He is. He's my favorite Zabecast guest of yours by far. I look forward to hearing you two talk every week. I love his smart takes on sports, music, and pop culture. I love his brand of humor. We root for completely different teams. I love the Bucks, Packers, Brewers, Badgers. I'm not a fan of the Steelers, Orioles, USC, or anything else, but I do appreciate his honest takes. I do Ironman triathlons and often have to do five and six hour bike rides in the summer. Sometimes I will listen to old Zabe Jcast podcasts only while doing these long rides. I'll binge a couple in a row while doing 80 to 100 miles on the bike. Sort of like power watching old Sopranos reruns. And it makes the time just fly by while training. Anyway, I hope this health scare is a one-time thing and that he gets and remains healthy. Sincerely, Josh. That's a beautiful email. And yeah, if there's chemistry and laughter and good zingers and smart conversation... These Zabecasts, even though they're not topical, they last. They last in the fridge or the freezer a long time. They're quite edible, most of them, on the back end. And that's what I strive for. It's actually kind of funny listening to the old versions to hear how wrong we were about certain things or, on the sometimes occasion, to hear how right we were. Then there's this from Mike Vanskoy, getting whammed. I immediately said, what? Zabe, last year, through no fault of your own, you whammed a number of us by playing whams last Christmas as the outro to the Zabecast. What is getting whammed? Well, this is a friendly holiday tradition amongst myself and some friends, and it goes like this. On the honor system, you have to admit the first time that your ears in the month of December Here's the original Wham! classic, Last Christmas. If you hear covers by other artists, that doesn't count. Well, it's December 2nd, and I'm already out of the game again this year thanks to running the wrong route through my neighborhood. I had the misfortune of passing a house where a guy and his son were putting up Christmas lights, and guess what was blasting from their Bluetooth speaker? That's right, Wham!'s Last Christmas. Ah, son of a... Bitch, JR. Of course, I wasn't wearing my earbuds, which could have muffled the sound of the song and brought, brought me at least one more day because I had already listened to this week's Zabecast and I was just enjoying the sound of nature, apparently, when you hit me with Wham! last year. If you like the tune, that's fine, but explo- exploit the loophole for us playing the game and instead use a good cover. Well, I don't know if this is a good cover but it's a cover all right miley cyrus with last christmas now here's the question do you think i can go every podcast from now until christmas with a new cover of wham's last christmas are there enough existing out there somebody's probably gonna go oh yeah here i got the whole playlist boom here's the link 
Have fun with it. So for those of you playing whammed this Christmas season, guess what? This doesn't count because it's Miley Cyrus. Between this song and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, they are either singular joys to the season or they are proof that the devil exists and they are evil incarnate. (laughs) That's up to you, not to me. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday. Sorry that no NFL was included in today's ZabeCast because I was at the Packer Chief game at Lambeau Field, a frigid, snow-frosted Lambeau Field. Full NFL recap and whatever happened on Sunday coming up tomorrow on the ZabeCast where I know you're going to be. Thanks for listening. Have a great Monday, and we will see you next time. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.